home studio in beautiful La Puente, California. This is the All Dodgers Podcast. What is going on, Clint Nation? This is a show that's part of the Believe Network of Podcasts. And on today's show, we're talking about move over baseball. Or sorry, move over football. Nailed it. It is baseball season. Shohei Otani is impressing at camp. Uh, he desti- decided to kill a whole bunch of baseballs. Yoshi Yamamoto is impressing at camp. Mookie Betts arrived and was... I don't. I don't know if he was happy about being there, but he revealed he went. Uh, he went back to driveline this offseason to try to uh, match what he did last year, or more importantly, do better than what he did last year, primarily or, or specifically in the postseason. Plus, news, notes, all that kind of stuff from around Dodger camp on today's edition of All Dodgers Live. Happy Monday, my dudes, as uh, we like to say. At uh, times in the stream, and hello, new friends of the channel. Of course, baseball is finally here, which means we get to show up and show out. I'm sure you guys have seen a lot of Shohei on the channel so far, trying to, uh, you know, amp up the hype as if it needs it, and and get uh, that beautiful bean footage of Dodger baseball content on the internet machine. So we've been dropping that on the channel, uh, and because of that, thanks to that, and of course, thanks to you great people, we passed the 5,000 subscriber mark today, so I thank you, I love you, you're all delicious people, I promise you. For the new folks here, I am Clint Pasillas, you can find me as uh, RealFRG on the Twitter, X on the Instagram, read about my stuff at alldodgers.com, and consider giving this episode a thumbs up and hitting that subscribe button uh, if you're not already subscribed it's right here on the youtube channel it is completely free and it really really helps out the channel uh and if you guys are watching this live drop into the comments and i already see you guys dropping into the comments so let's get into some comments here diane schroeder saying oh my god look at that 5.2k that's right we we've uh, we really went uh off uh, all we needed was dodger baseball to pick up that next uh Seven, eight hundred thousand subscribers, whatever the hell uh, we have picked up in this last week. So I appreciate you. Uh, David says, please don't ramble tonight. Clint, let's talk baseball. I agree. This should not be a ramble show. This should be a, a whole lot of baseball. Gabriel is congratulating us on hitting 5K. It's not just me. This is all of us. Um, let's see what else we got. Carnivorous Interactivity says Dodgers could sell tickets to Otani BP and pay off that contract. Hey, because of Otani, they were able to sell FanFest tickets for 10 bucks, and uh, that's a, that netted them a cool extra 350 grand, uh, grand in their pockets there. Um, Samuel Ellis is in the chat. Mr. Sam Ellis, how you doing? Says Driveline in C-Town. C, because Seattle? Yes. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, the people are, are are showing up, showing out. Diane says, y'all ready to mash that like button? I would I would definitely agree. It's a good idea. Hit that like button. Hit the subscribe while you're here. Again, all these are activities that really, really help out the channel. Noah Ortega in the chat saying, what's up, everybody? It's time for Dodger baseball now that football is done. As usual at this time, currently driving, but uh, Noah's going to be listening and hanging out with us. Calvin's in the chat. Kevin Uhas is in the chat. What's going on? He says, All Dodgers Nation. Nah, nah, none of that. This is uh, Clint Nation and All Dodgers, the number one podcast called All Dodgers. Uh, but let's, uh, Sarah Morse is in the chat. Again, Sam Ellis is in the chat. Uh, we got a lot of love, a lot of, a lot of excitement going on in the chat, as we should, you know. A couple of notes I will drop before we talk about the big ticket, get into the big ticket for today. Um, looking forward to things to look forward to this week. All 
Dodgers position players report. This is why I called it all Dodgers because they're all going to report uh, this week. So the sights and sounds will definitely keep us buzzing through the next week. And I will, um, I will note, I will note this, uh, this Thursday, did I miss, did I miss super chats? Oh, I have two. How do I have two sets? I'm, I'm very confused. I, I don't know what you're, I'm sorry. I'm getting, I'm getting a note. That says I have two sets of comments on the screen. I don't know how I'd have two sets of comments, but um, if I do, I apologize, guys. Um, but we'll find out. This is a note I'm getting from producer Mrs. FRG in the other room. But I was going to say one last bit of uh, housekeeping or something to note this week. Uh, my friend Greg Bergman, this corporate Greg, ESPN's finest, will be joining the show on Thursday, hanging out with us for the live stream. That'll be fun. Of course, he's somebody I worked with uh, many, many moons ago. Um, on uh, you know, he did a post game show before Doug for some folks. Um, uh, you know, for the folks that don't know. So that should be fun to talk Dodger baseball with my friend, Greg, but, um, let's get into the big ticket guys. You know, somebody said don't ramble. So we're not going to ramble. We're going to get right into it. Shohei Otani, his batting practice to me, it's not, it's not Super Bowl ending. It's not Taylor Swift's boyfriend winning the Super Bowl. It is Shohei Otani mashing dongs in batting practice that signals the real start of the season to me dude straight up impressed at camelback kind of snuck out into one of the backfields they have there at uh, cbr and um according to my eyes if i'm being professional about it he hit the shit out of the baseball uh looks on track for opening day also if we're using the eye test on this one he noted he's not attacking the ball yet. He's still uh, protecting that, that surgically repaired right elbow, uh, that right arm. He doesn't want to really fully extend, but did hit uh, 10 home runs and 21 swings. I do have a clip uh, I'll play while I'm talking about this. He said there was um, no Ill, Ill effects from the elbow surgery. He noted, I was a little bit careful. He did talk to reporters after the BP session. I was a little careful, but overall, I felt really good. All the swings I took inside of the cage really felt strong, and I think we're past the oblique injury. That's another thing he also had uh, the oblique injury to to contend with. But, you know, he said he's feeling really good, and he is trending towards him being ready for opening day. And, you know, when you sign somebody, you commit $700 million to a player. You hope, you really, really cross your fingers that this is a dude that's going to be ready for opening day. So that, of course, would be uh, March 21st in Seoul, Korea against the Padres I think Dodgers are the road team uh for the first game but um I you know he he did he did talk to, to reporters again I noted that kind of surprising I mean this is a lot of media availability uh for Shohei this is that's not really his jam he doesn't do that a whole lot I think he's kind of under understanding that he needs to um you know it's a new opportunity for him to not be uh um I guess well, a new, new, new town, new me, or something like that. I don't know. New, different hoes and area codes, however the stating goes. But I like, I like the fact that Shohei is being open and is talking to reporters. Um, I don't expect it to to keep going on the way it does. But um, you know, I'm excited to see it. I, I'm all in on it. But the question I have to you guys is, you know, we see him cranking out ten homers in 21 swings during bp um 
we know he's going into the season as a full-time DH. He doesn't have to focus a little bit on pitching, a little bit of all of that recovery, a lot of bit of that recovery. He doesn't he he just needs to be he's all in on hitting. Like how how excited are are we? How excited are you guys about a full season of just DH Shohei Otani? And the question I have is also like could he go Super Saiyan in 2024 because Again, 10 swings or 10 homers in, in 21 swings um, could be an NL MVP uh, type of season for my dude. But let's get into some of the comments here. Um, let's see. Uh, Sarah Moore says that was great. I'm assuming we're talking about the clip of uh, Shohei watching some Shohei uh, ball leave the yard. Um <laughs> Nando 390. It's going on. Nando saying Otani going to go off uh, on the Rockies. Uh, yeah, go off on the Rockies in Colorado. Oh yeah, we're talking about 600 foot bombs out there. Uh, Sarah saying uh, that Shohei looks ready for Korea. I think he looks ready for Korea right now. Let's send him out there. Let's just no reason to even bother with spring training. Let's just start the season right now. Um, <laughs> Showtime LA getting a little ahead. I do. I do want to talk about uh, the Mookie bet stuff, but uh, Showtime LA saying they would not stop asking Mookie about his postseason struggles, and he seemed uh, frustrated about that. Yeah, he seemed very disinterested in his um, in his uh, media availability today. So um, we'll we'll get more in on on uh, Mookie bets a little bit later. Diane says, I don't even care that Otani is not pitching. Let's just see him mash the ball all season long, and you know. Again, I like I like what I'm seeing out of Mr. Number 17, Showtime, the unicorn they call him. Uh Shohei Otani goes hard in batting practice today. And I did post a, a video. I'll try to remember to link it up here in the little corner of the thing and in the description of this video. Um you know, put together a montage of all the clips of you know from reporters and things that uh, that were there, getting the footage of of um, Shohei dropping bombs and swinging dongs or whatever the hell we want to call it. But I don't know about y'all. I'm happy. I'm hyped. I'm excited to watch Shohei Otani um, be a Los Angeles Dodger this year and for the next uh, ten years and counting. But let's move on. There's another. Um, Off-season signing that is very much impressing early in camp, not surprising even slightly. Uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto has already got two bullpen sessions in since the start of camp. Uh, It's plenty of javelin throws along the way. Um, You know, Lux is saying the foo's a beast out there. He looks nasty. Easy, easy 95-96 with that little almost slide step. Uh, of what he's um, of what he's doing off the mound, little dude, they, you know, it looks like being only five nine or whatever hell it is, and that's that's newsworthy. But um, important things on on show or not on show on Shohei's friend Yoshinobu Yamamoto, you know, Team Japan champions together last year in the WBC. Um, Dave Roberts, I think it was Sunday, confirmed that he, you know, Yamamoto, would start one of the first two games in Korea. Let's be fair. It's probably going to be opening day on the 21st. Um, and if it is that, I mean, either of them, if he starts on the 21st or the 22nd, the, the Wednesday or the Thursday, he would line up also to start uh, the stateside opening day against the Cardinals in L.A. I think it was the Cardinals on the 28th uh, at Dodger Stadium in L.A. So that's pretty cool. He could start two of the first three games of the season, or he could make back-to-back starts if they start him on game two and they give like 
Tyler Glasnow the ball in game one. But again, let's be real. Let's be fair. Let's be obvious. It's going to be Yoshi Yamamoto. Provided he's healthy, he will be getting that ball uh, on uh, on opening day in the uh, the Seoul series. Um, another thing Dave noted, not really notable, but I want I made a note to, to, to just to mention it. The team will carry uh, extra bolt guys while they're in Korea. So to me, I don't think uh, I don't think Paxton makes that that opening day part one uh, uh, roster. I would, I mean, we know no, uh, obviously no Kershaw. We know no Bueller. So it'll probably just be two, maybe three starters, just Bobby um, Glasnow, Bobby Miller, Glasnow, and and, uh, and uh, Yamamoto, of course, starting opening day. But one of the things um, Yoshi had mentioned, you know, we're, obviously we've talked a lot about it throughout the offseason. One of the things I, I spoke about with uh, Jeff Spiegel of Dodger Blue when we did the um, starting pitcher season preview, spring training preview series. If you guys didn't check that out, I'll have all the videos linked uh, down in the description below. But, um, you know, there's adjustments that will have to be made for Yamamoto going from, from Japan to the States. They're, they they pitched less in Japan. The baseball's different. Um, obviously the mentality, the, the way batters attack and all that will be a little bit different. He did touch on Yamamoto did touch on, uh, you know, needing to make adjustments, um, you know, coming here to pitch in major league baseball, got the little clip here says, I don't have experience throwing on shorter rest, but I did everything I could in preparation, adjusting mechanics and a lot of different other things. So I will keep adjusting as needed and, you know, if you got the stuff, if he's throwing 95, 96, if he's spotting the face, the, the fastball, we see Shohei, he likes what he's seeing. If he's spotting the fastball and he's got the split finger, he's got some, some, uh, some, some ability to spin the ball, as they say, I think Yamamoto will have no issues settling in to, uh, you know, major league baseball and, and how, um, how adjusting, adapting words are hard to this league. It won't be a problem. We've seen this team have ample success with uh, players coming from overseas. Uh, with Japan, most recently, of course, Kenta Maeda. He he pretty much was good right away. Um, so I'm excited to see Yamamoto like for real, for real. Like I'm really, I'm really like stoked to watch just even Cactus League game one. We know it's not going to be him starting. It's going to be some. It's going to be like game one starter for the AAA staff or whatever. But I'm still. I just want to see baseball happen. I want to see real baseball happening. Um, there was one one clip or one note I did forget to to screenshot it. Let's see. I'm, I'm going to do. I'll do a little uh, a little quickie screenshot. Uh, find a way to sneak it in right here. But uh, there was one note I liked from uh, Joel Sherman of the New York Post, who was at Dodger camp this week. Uh, let's see. Let's plug this in for a real a real quickie here. Um, about hey guys, you can see my eyes here. So this was from again Joel Sherman. Um, Mentioning, you know, the Dodgers officials being stoked about the 95, 96 mile an hour fastball and the depth on the off speed 
uh, offerings, as he's called them, you know, whatever the hell we're trying to say there. Emphasizing the drop on the pitch. Again, I mentioned uh, Gavin Luck said it was nasty the way the ball kind of just, you know, fell. There was somebody who was saying that, that it almost looked like, oh, there it is, the breaking ball that seems to speed up as it approaches the plate from Brandon Gomes. Um, and they, you know, they love the work ethic, the dedication of this guy. So I think this is going to be another one of those um, very, very good signings for the Dodgers. Not that that's very, very, um, you know, I'm not really going out of my comfort zone in saying that. So I'm excited again. I'm, I'm just yoked, man. This is, uh, I'm going to keep saying I'm excited. I guess that's this week's air quotes. I'm going to say I'm excited about what the hell we're going to see with this team this year. Let's jump into the comments uh, and let's talk a little bit about Otani. Let's talk a little bit about Yamamoto. And then I do see some folks talking about um, Mookie. We will get into Mookie in just a bit. But uh, Mr. Seabad is in the chat saying, Greetings, Clint, from the International Space Station, currently over Dodger Stadium in Blue Heaven. I don't know if you're being uh, truthful or facetious, but if so... um, Tell the aliens up there, I said, wobble, wobble. They'll, they'll know what it means for sure. Christian Gomez is in the chat, finally off work, made it for the live stream. That is just a damn money move from Christian to be joining us on the chat. Also, Ivy Stroken just joined the chat. What is going on? Justin uh, is in the chat. Justin Yamas saying, um, I, I don't, oh, we're t- uh, I see, I did see another comment about, uh, about Bauer, I did address the Bauer thing on the last uh, live stream. Um, to button to to make it really really succinct, I don't think he gets uh, a job in Major League Baseball, at least not right now. If he was gonna, if somebody was gonna to sign him, he would have been signed already. He's been very very, you know, he would be a cheap signing, high upside, all that kind of stuff. We're talking about the baseball pitcher, but all of the stuff that comes along with it, I just don't see organizations wanting to put up with that right now. And I don't think it's MLB saying, no, we don't want that. We would rather not, um, or, or, you know, the blacklist. It's not an MLB blacklist, but hey, look, we brought back the uh, the air quotes there. Nando 390, shifting gears a little bit. Uh, could the Dodgers use another big-name outfielder? I don't know about the Hayward Margot uh, uh, platoon. I mean, yeah, you could say they could use another one. I'm okay with what they have. You know, talking to my friend Jeff Snyder, another plug for the uh, the season preview, spring training preview series that I did uh, with a little cornucopia of Dodgers analysts uh, on this fine YouTube machine. You know, uh, him and I talking about it. It's like there's a lot to like about this this roster that we see particularly uh, particularly in the outfield of what we see going into the season you know the the Teoscar Hernandez I think Teo is going to be a a massive signing for this team hugely important whether he's batting fourth fifth or sixth in the lineup he he's he could put bat to ball he can drive the ball a lot of strikeout for sure so maybe not always bat to ball maybe that's the wrong choice of words but he's a run producer he's got pop He's an okay enough glove in the outfield. And let's say Hayward and Margot don't quite work out. I, it's, it's tough. I, you know, maybe it becomes a thing where Hayward isn't the starting right fielder anymore. They move Hernandez to right. And then you have Chris Taylor as, as a, you know, a scratch off uh, lottery ticket flyer to take. If, if Hayward doesn't work, you, you pivot. You, you still have CT3, who, by the way, just two seasons ago 
was uh, uh, a National League All-Star. So could they use another big-name outfielder? Sure, why not? But I, you know, I don't think it's a, a massive need or importance. It's a, I think I saw my buddy uh, Casey Porter mention on one of his uh, one of his streams, like everything beyond right now is a is a nice to have, not a need to have, or or however the hell he worded it. But appreciate the question from Nando three ninety, and I do see, I think I saw, oh. Christian Gomez, he hangs out in the chat and drops a super chat, 499 super chat. No comment in there, but I appreciate Christian. We 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 love the super chats, guys, uh, but I also just love you guys being here. But thank you very, very much for that $5. Make you holler, uh, Christian, uh, for hanging out with us. Um, Diane is also working. You know, she's finishing up selling a house right now while also hanging out in the stream. So, Kudos to Diane for pulling double duty here, uh, being one of our fine admins here on the channel, and then also our moderators here on the channel, but also humping and grinding and getting that getting that bread. But um, what did I see? I saw Roy Estrada. There we go. I like this one. Excited about this year. We need to shut up all the haters, especially the biased sports pundits, win that 2024 World Series. And if any season they're going to do it, this is a damn good one to do it. This is a damn kind of almost needed one to do it because um, you don't win or you get bounced in that first round. There's going to be a lot of questions and a lot more embarrassment uh, you know, to face this damn uh, this organization. But yeah, that's just my damn my damn opinion. Nancy's in the chat. I think this is a first time commenter in the stream. Thank you for hanging out with us. Nancy said, super, super excited for the for the season. People always said when he was newish to MLB that Otani should just use pitching or hitting. Now he gets to focus on just hitting, and she's expecting eye-popping results. Listen, I love the, his ability to do both. He does both exceptional he was arguably the best pitcher and arguably the best hitter in baseball uh, last year. Um, definitely the best to do both. But I'm I'm thrilled to actually see him uh, as a full time hitter. You know, he kind of had a little bit of a chance in 19, but he was still getting used to the league. You know, coming off of Tommy John and all that. Now this is this is what he does. He gets paid to rake. He gets paid to be that number two, number three hitter and just keep the line moving. And and again keep depositing baseballs um, into uh, the pavilion at Dodger Stadium. And one important thing about Shohei is this is a guy that has, he's a big mofo. This is a guy that has like prodigious power. It's it's not like watching Mookie, you know, try to hit a few dingers during the, the home run derby. This is one of those guys where he just swings. Again, he was, he dropped 10 home runs and 21 swings today at, at uh, Camelback. Taking reduced swings, not really going full effort at the ball. So he's got power. He's got insane power, and that ball can travel. Um, the whole point of saying all of that, one of the things I've said for years that kind of concerned me is Dodger Stadium is a it's a different ballpark to play in when you get into October. The weather gets colder. The 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 ball does not travel as far and that's where we see. Yeah, I think we can all still see that 2019 Gavin Lux almost home run that was caught on the warning track. You go back a month, that ball was probably eight rows up in the right field pavilion. 
Dodger Stadium plays a little bit different, and you need guys with big-time power, game-changing power, like a Teoscar Hernandez, like a Shohei Otani. So they they got they brought in the guys with with uh, the big dong pop. You know, they got that BDE, I believe, as uh, as the kids say, or something like that. A couple more comments before we shift gears right here. <laughs> Mr. Seabad said uh, that, that he's going to start a GoFundMe to send Clint and crew to Korea on the Concord. You know, I got to brush up on my Korean, I guess. But uh, go ahead, go go donate uh, 50 cents to that uh, GoFundMe started by Mr. Seabad, and most of the proceeds will go there. <laughs> uh, Doom Sal is in the chat saying, good evening. What is going on, Doom Sal? Appreciate you uh, hanging out with us. John Bleeding Blue says, Otani was hitting bombs that were landing in Tempe. Hey, we love Arizona geography references in here. So I'm going to go ahead and give that one a um, bike bell works. Christian says we need to send Clint to opening day. Which one? I'll go to the LA one. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if I got that kind of money. I just, you know, I'm a little scared to try to commit to going to opening day there. How about I go to a nice Wednesday game in like June, but in like a non bobblehead game. I don't know. They keep adding bobbleheads. You guys see they added a Clayton Kershaw bobblehead, I think, in like September or something like that. That's pretty damn cool. Um, a couple more in here. I like this one from Diane. It says, hello, everybody in the chat. Please smash the like button. Guys, smash the like button. Hit that subscribe. It's free. It helps out the channel. It helps all of us in here. Appreciate you guys for getting us the the first 5,000 subscribers. Uh, Just hit that today. It's really awesome. And we see the power of Dodger baseball bringing us all together here on the All Dodgers channel. Um, Burp, shifting gears here as I'll take a little drinky drink. I know how you guys enjoyed your Super Bowl. I enjoyed it yelling over other friends, so my throat hurts. Don't worry, alcohol... uh, you know, kills the pain, but I'm not drinking today, guys. Not a thirsty Thursday show. Make sure you guys are here though on Thursday, where I'm hanging. When I'm hanging out with uh, my friend Greg Bergman of ESPN Fame, he will be here on the show, and we'll talk all about your Los Angeles Dodgers. Foo, great name. Is that that foo? That foo foo is in uh, the chat on the YouTube saying Mookie seemed irritated in his interview today. So. Just dropped an article about Mookie on alldodgers.com. Also talking about it here, of, uh, of course, as we move into the kind of whatever yeah of what's going on at Dodger camp, the news and notes around spring training. Um, <clears throat> a couple of things. Will Smith showed up, finally. Joe Kelly showed up, finally. Both were late arrivals of camp. They, were, they had excuses to not be there. Um, and Mookie Betts showed up. Um, still no Freddy to my knowledge, but, uh, I I was, I was going to say before I knew Mookie showed up, I was going to ask people like, do we, would we have liked to have have seen them show up sooner? You know, like uh, this is a pretty highly anticipated season. I'd want to see my stars there, but maybe that's just me being nitpicky. Um, but the important thing is, yeah, Mookie did his, his grumpy, um, it was, it was an increasingly grumpier, uh, media scrum today. I think the, I think it opened with him being asked about you know the every other team is going to feel like their World Series uh, when they face us. So that just immediately put it and um, put in it the, the interview, put the chat in the toilet for for Mookie Betts, but um, also addressed the struggles of last season and a couple of things that he did. Uh, or, or the main thing, the biggest takeaway 
you know, he, he, everything he was just so passive about, you know, he was asked about like, how do you feel about, you know, entering spring training, knowing you're, you're, you know, going to be the second baseman. He's like, I don't know. I've never done it. I haven't done it in 10 years. So I, I can't tell you. It's like, just give them something Mook. But, um, one of the things he did say, he did reveal today to reporters. Uh, he did once again, go to driveline, the driveline training facility, in Seattle, Washington, this offseason, of course, famously went last offseason. He bulked up, added like eight, 10 pounds or whatever it was of uh, muscle last offseason. And, and pretty much all they told him, like, hey, man, you're good. You just got to bulk up. You just got to eat more snacks throughout the day. You know, I want to go to that training facility. I want to go to that doctor that says, hey, bro, just eat more snacks and you'll be good. But I probably shouldn't go to that spot. But anywho, um, you know, he mentioned like, hey, it was it worked last year up until it stopped working last year. But I, I would not put the struggles of the the 2023 postseason on him going to driveline. I would definitely say him hitting a career high 39 home runs probably had a little bit of something to do with um, that that time at driveline. But yeah. You know, it's it's kind of cool that uh, um, I'm imagine reluctantly he went to driveline because again he did say last year, like his his employer told him to go. It's not something he wants to do. He wants to um, he wants to go. Um, uh, he doesn't want to work in the off season. He wants to enjoy time with his family, with the kids. He wants to go bowling with mom and do all that kind of stuff. But hey, you know you're getting paid a lot, a lot of money to go out there and win. Um, what do we call it? Uh, multiple uh, World Series, multiple rings. Uh, like he told reporters, like he told us all uh, when he was first introduced as a Dodger, or actually when he first signed that uh, that it was a twelve year extension with the team. He said, "We're going to win rings." And, uh, you know, part of it is also putting that work in, in the off season. So he did it again, went to uh, driveline. That's pretty cool. Like uh, I'm interested in seeing how, uh, how it plays up and he's got all that protection behind him, got protection in front of him with Gavin Lux batting ninth could be another really, really good year for Mookie. But as I told Doug in another edition of the spring training preview series, um, you know, like, I'm kind of cool with Mookie getting more rest, even if he's playing second base. Let him take a little bit of rest, and let's not run him into the ground in October when we need him to be healthy and hitting right and you know firing all cylinders, um, firing on all cylinders in uh, October. So just going to say good on Mookie, but understand you're 30 now, 31 this year. Play it cool. Play it smart. Same with Freddie. Watch the video. I talked about it there. Uh, important one. Two ones. I like this one. Kevin Uhas in the chat saying that he got a signed ball from Bulldog Hershizer at Dodger Fest. That's awesome. Bulldog is one of my favorite people. Uh, love talking to Hershizer. Uh, you know, it's hard to get him on any of these shows. I, I had him on uh, Blue Heaven very, very early on. One of my, still one of my favorite interviews. I mentioned that uh, last time when uh, Kevin Allen, Kevin Perez Allen, was on the show with us. But um, this, this is a good one here, guys. Roy Estrada, nine ninety nine super chat. That's ten American dollars from Roy Estrada. Thank you, Roy, for the super chat. So I, I, I'm guessing we had a little bit of of some uh, fudging on the fingers. I'm assuming it was first beer on me, and I thank you, Roy. Uh, ten dollars maybe gets me half a beer at Dodger Stadium, but. Um, 
you know what? I appreciate it either way. Uh, you the man. And um, when it happens, I'll, I'm not, well, not going to do a shooey, but uh, I'll try to remember to, you know, like Snapchat it. Do, do the kids still use Snapchat? I don't know these things. I'm not hip. I'm not with it. Uh, oh, yeah. It says uh, first beer on me. Thank you. We do have uh, the correction on there. Dodgers 2080, Mr. Tim Rogers in the chat. What's going on, Tim? He's saying, he's, you know what? There's one person I trust in this world. It's Tim and also other people. But I like what Tim says here. He says, make sure to like and subscribe and turn on the noti- notifications for this channel. And I could not agree more. Do it. Again, all those things are really free. And, and it helps out the channel. Also, go subscribe to Tim's channel, uh, Dodgers 2080. He, he, uh, he does live streams on this YouTube machine. Uh, he's one of the guys who, who is humping and hustling and putting in work to get, um, get you fine people some fine Dodgers uh, content and analysis on the Internet. But um, appreciate you hanging out with us for a bit here, Tim. Uh, 230, you're hanging out in the chat so far. I don't know if we're at more or if we're at less, but appreciate you guys. Let's move on to more things I wanted to talk about because there's been a lot. There's been a lot going on at, at Dodger camp. Uh, James Paxton had his kind of first media availability with uh, with the, the reporters at um, spring training at Camelback. And he kind of explained that restructured contract that happened because um, – you know, there's a whole idea of of uh, the whole point of pending physical is you have to pass the physical, and and they had some issues with the physical. Did the Dodgers, particularly with that knee that led to him shutting down uh, his season last year, late um, or early in September? But um, you know, the question is: Is the knee going to be an issue for Paxton for Big Maple? In 2024, you know, the good thing is last year he was one of Boston's like only dudes had a really, really good first half and they kind of wrote him into the ground. And one of the things he noted, um, you know, so I should uh, let's step back a little bit uh, first. I think it was first half. He had an ERA under three. I think it was like two, seven, four in however many starts. Second half of the season had an ERA pushing seven over, I think it was over his final nine starts. Um, he mentioned the knee kind of bugging him, but uh, he the big thing he said was the second half, and this is a quote, I started to get pretty tired. It had been two and a half years since I pitched the kind of, you know, and the innings kind of built up there. So he had Tommy John that, that cost him the almost the better part of two years. And then there was, you know, the COVID season uh, mixed in there. So, he was, he was, he was gassed, which makes sense. And the, uh, what are they called? The, the Red Sox didn't, you know, they did him no favors by running him, pitching him into the ground. So here with the Dodgers, I think the focus for Paxton, and it sounds like, um, this was something, you know, Friedman and Gomes kind of alluded to as well. Friedman or Gomes, I think it was Friedman said, uh, you know, they, they will be able to kind of watch, the innings. They'll be able to be smarter about uh, how they use the now 35-year-old James Paxton this year. And the, uh, <laughs> you know, what do they say? There's never enough starting pitching right now. If we get into let's say August, by the time Kershaw comes back, there's seven starters. We could say technically that all deserve you know to be in the rotation. Plus some of the other dudes like Emmett Sheehan, who deserves a chance at being in the rotation. Gavin Stone deserves a, another look after a rough uh, go of it in 2023. But 
all of those dudes are going to help buy these older dudes some time, and that's going to be good. And and the the important takeaway of all of it with Paxton is the Dodgers, the front office, they don't seem to have any worries about him being able to open the season in the starting rotation. Like I already noted earlier, though, I don't I don't see him um, being a part of the, the the Korea series roster. Maybe he travels with the team. I don't know. But he's not going to start one of those games. There's no reason for them to waste a roster spot on that when they can have one extra pitcher um, and give one of the kids, you know, a free ride to Korea, I guess. But interesting, you know, interesting little note. And I guess that's something with Paxton that that gives us more hope for a a more complete, successful season for him. Not one where, you know, yeah, ultimately the numbers look okay. Had the four and a half ERA over 19 starts. But if we get more more first half Paxton as opposed to second half Paxton, we will be prime right there. Um, I want to talk Bueller in a second, but let's get into a couple of the comments here. Uh, Kevin Uhas going back to the Mookie stuff, saying, uh, I'm tired of Mookie peaking in August, though. He needs to be rested for a month. Maybe not a month, but you know, I would I would not be upset to see, you know, like a three three week stretch words are hard three week stretch where he gets like two games off a week like actual at least one of them like fully on the bench you're wholly unavailable like to end like we'll say the final week of August the first two weeks of September and then get back into his his routine and rhythm he'll have a few weeks to get back on track so um that's what I would hope maybe not that much maybe two weeks but just don't let him run himself into the ground. I don't care if he's chasing an MVP, you know, he'll he'll do he'll do more than enough work in 5 months of a season to win the the gold glove at second base this year. I I I think that's almost like a foregone conclusion that he will be a gold glove winner at second base and become the I think what the first guy to go from right field to second base or whatever. I don't know. Uh, I don't know exactly that, but um just don't run him into the ground. That's that's about it. Um, Victor's hanging out in the chat. Uh, Victor Paredes says, Ooh, finally seen you live. Love your show. Appreciate you, Victor. If you guys can't watch live, by the way, don't forget the show is also part of the Believe Network of Podcasts. We're on the iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it. We're on Spotify, iHeartRadio. Just Google All Dodgers Podcasts with Clint Basias. We'll pop up on there. Or go to alldodgers.com slash podcasts, and you could uh, find those links on there as well. I should probably plug that a little bit more there, but... Yang Yi, I like this question. This is a very good question. Uh, when Mookie rests, who should bat leadoff, Otani or Lux? Um, Shohei has batted leadoff a, a fair amount in his in his career, but I would I would probably prefer to see Gavin. I think it'd be a good um, a good little litmus test for Gavin because you know you flash forward next season, who's not going to be here? You, you would probably assume no Teoscar Hernandez. Um, who else? Uh, who um, maybe, maybe just him. You don't know what happens with James Outman. Uh, you might have an opening in right field. You need to move some things around. Maybe you you want to kind of adjust your lineup and have Mookie hitting second, hitting cleanup or whatever it is, especially if he's now a big-time power bat and getting properly rested. So I'd be interested in seeing. I'd be open to seeing. I'd be, I'd be, um, I would push to see Gavin Lux hitting leadoff here and there. Um, and this would be a, a great opportunity if – if he is going to give, um, if they are going to give Mookie more days off this year, Luck should be that guy. Maybe a little bit of Shohei, because why not? Let him get in there. We did see where are we at. I saw 
uh, Zubaydin, probably saying that wrong, but uh, appreciate you hanging out with us. And uh, they are a doctor, though not an orthopedist nonetheless. Ain't it too soon to let uh, Otani rip it up like that during ba- uh, batting practice? So one of the things that Otani did note, like I said earlier in the show, um, he wasn't f- swinging full bore. Um, he was just kind of letting it rip, but not really fully letting it rip. And uh, just really, really good mechanics, mechanics and hitting the ball in the right spot. Um making ball go far. So he's they're being they're being very smart about his ramp up. And this was this you know his first time on the field. He's doing all of his his mobility stuff, all of his workouts, all of his exercises. Uh I I mean I trust this front office and 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 this training staff more so to not let Mookie or let Shohei go out there and and rip apart his elbow and ruin the whole season for sure. But um a couple more of the comments here. Ray Barrios says, Mr. Seabad saying beat L.A. and wearing a Dodger cap doesn't exactly make sense. I missed uh, the start of that conversation, but, I mean, I agree with that as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think we're talking about the Niners. By the way, who who did not see the outcome of that game happening that way when the Niners only scored 10 in the first half? We're like, ah, they're definitely going to lose. But um, let's see. I think I'm way behind in the chat, so let me uh, – let me, um, Scroll down a little bit. Victor says, I feel like I should say something smart now. Now, we don't believe in smart, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Ivy Stroken says the bar is low. Victor, I like this one also. Should we bring back uh, Brad Penny? You know what? Former Dodgers always, always sell. Um, scroll down a little bit here. Nando390 said they should let teams choose if they want a bye week or to go straight into the playoffs. I think there's so many things that would go wrong with that or need to go right with that. Um, that it wouldn't work, but effing, I'm open. And by effing, I mean fucking, I'm open. Uh-huh. <laughs> Kevin Uhouse says, uh, I also perform in a live studio audience. Just got to buy tickets for the show. That's right. I got to uh, uh, find like the, whatever the price is, and um, people can come and just watch me over these, uh, over these monitors here. And it'll be very awkward, and we'll all have a good time. Um, speaking of having a good time, somebody definitely closed the sale. Diane Schroeder, the queen of the chat, the queen of Dodgers internet here, Dodgers YouTube's $20 super chat. How sweet. Thank you, Diane. We uh, very much appreciate you saying so excited for my channel crossing our, this is, really, this is our channel crossing the 5,000 subscriber mark now onto 10 K 10 K then to the moon, then a billion subscribers, and then we'll come back down to earth and maybe hit like, I don't know, the 20, 25. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going for. I'm just, I'm just here to keep talking Dodger baseball. And uh, I'm excited to just keep doing new and different things, you know, uh, over the next uh, few weeks of the season or leading up into the season. I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, doing something fun for, for uh, Korea opening day in the middle of the night. So I hope you guys are ready to, Watch me potentially pass out at four in the morning while doing a live stream, but we're going to have a good time doing it. <clears throat> um, what else we got? But also, oh, again, thank you. Thank you, Diane. Thank you, everybody, so far for your super chats. You guys are wonderful, uh, delicious, amazing. All the things that you want me to say, including Victor Paredes. Drop it in there. A 999 Super Chat. Thank you, Victor. appreciate you hanging out. I saw he, that he was stoked that he got a shout-out. Listen, I don't, I don't read just, I don't read just, uh, um, what do we call them, Super Chats, but I appreciate them uh, all, all that much more. I appreciate everybody hanging out and, and, and uh, dropping their thoughts and opinions into the show. 
Fu asked also, um, I don't know if I talked about it, uh, or he doesn't know if I talked about it in the past room. They don't know if I talked about it in the past room, but what do I think about the Nelson Lamette? I think I did mention it last week. Um, it's a solid signing. Um, hasn't been good and healthy for a little while. Of course, that elbow kind of you know <laughs> fell apart on him in the 2020 postseason against the Dodgers. I think it's a very good depth move, depth move for this team. I think he could be somebody that's a little bit better than like he's like this year's Wander Suero that we saw last year. Was that last year? I don't know. Time has no meaning. Uh, it could he could be a, a couple steps above that, and definitely uh, insurance for if and when somebody like Blake Trinan gets hurt, somebody like a a Dan Hudson gets hurt or can't make the. Um, um, the, the the postseason or can't make the opening day roster or whatever it is, uh, and JP Fireisen, you know, if something breaks for him, having somebody like Denelson Lamette, he he's been there, done that, he's had success as a big leaguer, and anytime you get anybody that has already had success as a big leaguer, Noah Syndergaard, withstanding, coming to the Dodgers, I feel good about that player, about that pitcher, coming to the Dodgers. So, if we see him, things went wrong. But he's definitely somebody that could help this team in in the long run. If you know, unless, I'm assuming he has an opt out. He's all the minor leaguers um, that have you know big league time will have an opt out uh, somewhere along the way, and um, not all of them, but I'm sure he has some sort of opt out date where if he doesn't make it, he will you know yeet himself and go uh, go do the thing, you know, find a big league job. Um, <laughs> Uh, Ray Barrio says, uh, Clint is pretty cool. D-Mac would have called me out taking shots at Niners fans. Uh, is that a thing he does? I don't know. I haven't, uh, I haven't watched one of his shows in a little while. There's, uh, there seems to be always things going on in those streams. Uh, you know, we try to make this a, a nice tight, no, no mess up stream. Ah, I'm just talking crap guys. I'd be stroking pointed out. I called you guys delicious. And, um, I mean, Presumably, I don't know. You know, one thing is delicious is a 99 cent super chat. All super chats are created equal here, but not really. But Noah Ortega, appreciate you dropping a super chat into uh, the end of the show here. So fine Monday. Um, again, you know, if you guys don't want to drop super chats, which nobody is asking you to, another great way to subscribe or to help is to subscribe. That's how you support the channel. Hitting thumbs up, leaving the, leaving comments, subscribing to the YouTube channel goes a long way. Let's move on a little bit here. I don't think uh, I don't. I don't. Well, we'll get into the comments again afterwards. But I did want to talk more about Walker Bueller. I already kind of uh, mentioned him earlier, but um, it feels like it feels like um, the return time frame is becoming increasingly unclear. I don't think it's it's in a sense where Walker will be extremely like super pushed back. You know, I think I said when they were first talking about it, you know, a couple of weeks or maybe even a month. I'm not I'm not really upset about that. Um, one of the things I like Jeff Spiegel had mentioned uh, in our in our uh, starting pitcher um, spring training preview. He's like, you know, when we get to October, when you get into later in the season, nobody's going to remember when. Walker started his season. Nobody's going to care about any of that. You're going to care about how he's doing then and whether or not he's on track to be an important part of, um, of spring train or of, of the postseason. And, you know, there was um, Dave Roberts did talk about Walker and, and he, he had mentioned about how like important of a piece of this roster uh, of, 
you know, of the, the, the starting pitching staff, how just how incredibly important Walker Bueller is to the, the success of this team. And I think we saw it the last two years, you know, of really three, because he was gassed in 21, which makes sense because, you know, the shortened 2020 season, everybody, nobody was able to really get their innings count up. 21, he was gassed by October. They really had a lean on him while they were trying to, you know, get that division um, leapfrog the Giants to end the season. 22, elbow was was barking, had the surgery, and then 23 missed all of it. So, um, let we, we've seen the effects of Walker not being right now for a while. Let him take as much time as he needs. You know, let them slow play Walker. Even if he says right now he's he's throwing like, I think they said you know ninety four, ninety five, which some people got a little worried about. But he's also Walker's one of those guys where when he's facing people, when the competition is there, that's when he gets it up. That's when he gets going. And um, don't ask me how I know about Mister Butane uh, getting it up, but I'll tell you, I've seen him in the postseason. And this is the guy that will rise or arise to the to the occasion. Um, in October. So don't worry about having him back in April. Yeah. Would it be nice? Cool. Uh, but we don't need that. You don't need to worry about that. I need us to worry. I need this team to worry about September and October, August, September, October. Yes. This is a free agent season for him. What he does in the postseason or what he, in the regular season would be very important, but we've also seen pitchers go out and, you know, earn a, a hell of a paycheck just off of, uh, October play most recently or one of the more recent ones that pops to mind Joe Kelly beats the Dodgers and then gets a nice contract from them in free agency one of my favorite ones in in the last uh, 20 years the Derek Lowe contract because he was ass during the 2004 regular season nails during the postseason and then the Dodgers go and sign him up for that uh, what was it four-year deal at the time so don't worry about August or don't worry about April Maybe start to worry a little bit about May, but let Walker be Walker, you know, in October. That's when we need my boy. Um, have we got any Walker talking here right there? Dodgers 2080, my guy Tim saying Bueller is a true postseason ace. And we need postseason aces. We need postseason, um, you know, success stories. We need guys that can get it done in all ways in October. And uh, we've seen it. We've seen it uh, in all, all ways with Mr. Walker Bueller. Kevin Uhouse says Clint hits those segues harder than O'Donnell hits a baseball. Listen, thank you. Somebody gets it. Your boy, daddy here loves a good segue. I love a good segue as much as that guy who drove his segue off a cliff and died loves a segue. I tell you. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail the show, but um, appreciate the love of, uh, of, of somebody loving a good segue because that, that's my jam. Um, Larry Partridge hanging out in the chat. Thank you for hanging out with us. Larry says it's too early to worry about Walker. He'll be fine. Maybe great. Um, I love it. I love, we love the positivity. Let's give, uh, let's give some positivity. Uh, well, what had happened was it's a good button. It's a good button. Sam says, come on and get happy. I don't know why we're, uh, well, we're not happy. Um, I don't know what we're missing here. Maybe if I'm missing something, Kevin, you says I'd rather have Walker back in late April or mid May. And I think uh, that's, that's about the target we should look for. Don't let Walker force himself back on to, um, or back into like the mix earlier than he needs to be. You set a, set a, 
a pitch innings limit, an innings limit, and just plan for that. Um, one last note about things going on around the team, things that have happened at camp so far. I was really trying to find a real tight segue there, but I could not, so we'll just shift. That's more of a shift right there. That's the infield shift that was banned from baseball. But Gavin Lux, let's talk about Gavin Lux. And no, I'm not over here saying Dodgers are going to trade or need to trade Gavin Lux. I saw somebody tweeting uh, about that at Doug earlier or something like that, so I just thought that was a little funny. But anyways, Gavin Lux cleared for all baseball activities late last week. Um, his his physician, team physician, Dr. Neil Elitrash said, "Don't worry about the knee brace. You're good to go, my guy." And this is legally, or this is a this is Dr. E's like 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 I trust me, I know how to speak doctor. It's exactly what Dr. Neil told him. Um, I would rather Walker, or I mean Walker. I'd rather have Gavin like wear that knee brace a little bit longer. That's just me. I'm I'm worried. I'm scared. I'm I'm soft. I'm uh. <sighs> I don't know what I am, but I would rather see him wearing that uh, knee brace uh, a little bit longer, maybe like till a few days before game one, maybe even like like play a game or two of, of spring training, by the way, like Cactus League games leading up into that or, or a game or two in the Cactus League season. Um, like it's worth noting, he still hasn't hit 12 months since that surgery was performed. That was uh, like, I think it was May, May, it was May 7th. I think it was May 7th is when he had or March. 7th, my bad, March 7th last year when he had the knee surgery. So we have not hit 12 months, but they also say that's like a nine-month rehab usually. So he's in a good spot for sure. Um, but, uh, again, I would rather them just be a little more cautious with uh, with uh, Gavin Lux, and hopefully they will. I think uh, I think it's, it's reasonable to do that. But let's get into some of the comments here because I think I saw, uh, let's see, well, Carnivorous when we're activity wants me to hit a few buttons, so I got to whistle, baby, whistle, baby. I got to knock off. That's the wish.com, uh, wish.com, uh, ta-da in there. Um, we got a boxing bell, if that helps. Uh, let's see, Diane uh, is pointing out that people need to hit that thumbs up button, mash that like button, so uh, we, we all feel a little bit better about ourselves. Young Yi saying, good news is Bueller will not be on the 60-day IL, which means the Dodgers are confident that he won't be out for too long. Yeah, that's a good one. That's um, I know that was one of the things Dave mentioned, I think, on day one of, uh, of spring training, uh, that... They, they feel confident enough to not, if they needed, you know, like if they needed a roster spot, if they needed to create a a, um, a 40-man spot by putting somebody on the 60-day IL, Walker Bueller was not going to be one of those guys that was uh, in consideration for that. Uh, Akita-san is checking in from Japan. How you doing, Akita-san? Appreciate you hanging out with us. Uh, I am Mr. Worldwide, as we uh, say here in the chat, but I appreciate you uh, hanging out with us. Um, uh, thank you for your support. Uh, and tell your friends, tell your grandmother to watch all Dodgers and all Dodgers only. We talk about all things Dodgers, and uh, we have a good time doing it. On Thursdays, we drink. <laughs> um... Young Yi says, Kanishiwa. Young Yi also says, Akita, uh, Akita, do you want to see uh, Sasaki sign with the Dodgers? I hope so. I don't want to see him wearing that that Padres uh, jersey or whatever the hell it was that he was wearing uh, the other day. I don't want to see that again. Um, that's it. That's all I'm going to say about that. Akira also cannot wait. Akita, my bad. Can also not wait for opening day, opening game. It's going to be, um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I said excited a whole bunch earlier. Now it's going to be fun. 
Mr. Seabat says one hour into the show and no fire Dave Roberts. Thank you. All right. One last thing before uh, we do get the hell out of here. I want to talk a little bit around the league. I have. So I have noticed, by the way, um, uh, some of the folks in the chat, uh, I guess I didn't really note. Uh, you know, we had we've continued further into the rebrand. I probably should have mentioned it much earlier in the show. I apologize for not mentioning it earlier. There is a new logo on the channel. Uh, that was actually designed uh, by my friend Cooper Neal. Uh, he is a Dodger fan who lives in Florida, bleeds Dodger blue um, through and through. We've had, uh, you know, he's somebody who's been a fan of the show. I actually met, you know, through the show and online. And he's the guy who made the little caricature face of me, the cartoon character face of me, um, you know, before that I've been using. And, uh, I, you know, I went to him. I was like, Hey, I'm, I, I want a new logo, make me a new logo. So we have the new all Dodgers logo. Thank you to Cooper Neal. And, um, I, but I'm seeing that people want the face somewhere in the logo too. I don't know how it fits in there. Um, I do, I do admittedly miss, miss having my face as the channel. I almost kind of wonder if I should have left the, the channel as, you know, me, uh, so I could talk more about baseball, uh, all around, not just Dodgers, but we'll figure it out. You know, this is all, it's all learning curve. It's all of us figuring this out together. Long way around to say, let's talk a little bit around the league. Uh, at one point this channel was going to be field level baseball. So I can talk about all things baseball, but it's going to be a show at some point. It's going to be a, a segment of the show where we talk around the league. And I wanted to talk about uh, the San Diego Padres reporting to camp this weekend. And it's, it just really feels like the hype surprisingly is a whole lot less than it was at this time a year ago. I, th- you know, like the Padres didn't win the off season. Uh, I guess they won the fan fest off. You know, they had more fans at their fan fest because theirs wasn't capped. So I guess, you know, good on them. But, um, you know, cool, cool for them. The difference a season makes. The question I wonder as I, I quickly sidebar because we got a super chat from Richard Flores. Thank you, Richard, Mr. Richard Flores, 499 super chat saying uh, if we're talking about Shohei for a second saying Angels fans are losing their OC minds on the Twitter X over Otani's BP being plastered all over social media. <laughs> he said Taylor Swift can't even believe how much attention he's getting. Uh, did you guys see John Boy, by the way, complaining about like nothing to talk about in baseball? Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. It's Shohei Otani uh, being on a team that's going to know how to market a player. That's fun. That is fun for baseball. But um, appreciate the super chat, Richard Flores. Uh, back to what I was talking about here with the Padres. Are they going to be? How competitive will this team be in 2024? Because this was supposed to be a lights out, electric, elite team in 2024 and or in 2023, and it didn't work. It did not work. And then they got much worse this offseason. They they've so far have lost Blake Snell, uh, Josh Hader. So you lose the front end and the back end of your pitching staff. Um, they don't really have an outfield. I mean, it's Tatis, but they traded away um, what's his butt uh, uh, Grisham and his stupid ass mustache. They just re-signed uh, Jerickson Profar and made you know try to make a hullabaloo out of re-signing Jerickson Profar, which it was only a minor league deal. 
So there's definitely some question marks there with that team. You know, their their worst shortstop of the many shortstops they have is uh, is a shortstop or is still playing shortstop. Uh, good reminder: Juan Soto was traded away. Juan Soto is with the Yankees now. Got to do that whenever you're talking about the Yankees. Very very different looking ball club. You still got Manny. He had the he had the elbow uh, operation also because he had he was dealing with a tennis elbow. He had tendonitis, um, um, you know. Um, and he had the operation in the off season, or I think it was before the end of of the season. Uh, he underwent the knife. I forget exactly when, but um, you know he he's not going to be ready to field by opening day. Um, Maybe even a couple weeks into the season, he might not be ready to go. Not 100% sure on that one. I don't know the latest. I haven't looked at the latest uh, updates and prognoses on the man. But uh, they still don't really have a first baseman because Jake Cronenworth is not a first baseman. They don't necessarily have a catcher. Um, and they don't have very much pitching. They lost Snell. They lost Michael Waka. They lost uh, Seth Lugo. So... You know their their GM AJ AJ Preller says you know they're still in on free agency. You know I wonder how many more shortstops can they sign? Tim Anderson's still out there. Maybe they bring in Tim Anderson just so they could you know have the ultimate gauntlet of all these shortstops. But you know I I'm this year I'm I'm much less worried about the Padres, the fraud raised, if you will. This is this was last year was the year where they kind of proved they they're frauds. And and uh, now that I say that. A little bit of hubris. They're probably going to beat the Dodgers pretty good during the regular season, even though they usually don't do that. But anyways, I just wanted to talk about that. Uh, the other team, the only other team that has reported to spring training so far is the Padres, because obviously the Dodgers and the Padres play each other for that opening Seoul series in uh, in Korea. But, um, you know, F the Padres. Annie Ann says it's easier to tell to my channel when we can see you with the uh, the little character logo. All right, well, I'll continue working on the the, the rebrand ish a little bit. We'll find a way. We'll find a way. But I appreciate the uh, support on all aspects of um, and feedback from folks. Um, that's a lot of words. <laughs> Carnivorous lunar activity says that Diane is the Dodgers Taylor Swift. I don't know about all that, but YOLO. Sam Ellis says uh, Jolly Olive is uh, is better than John Boy. John Boy's kind of falling off a little bit, a little bit, you know, here and there. But uh, Bdancos, Bdancos. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but I know your name from uh, from many moons of doing live streams, both here and on other channel. Hanging out says, "Hey Clint, what's going on? Appreciate you coming here, uh, talking Dodger baseball, or as I was just doing, talking Padre baseball. Apparently, a little bit." NS, I agree. Says it's a shame that the Padres suck. Um, or <laughs> I guess it's a shame that the Padres suck it because there was a, there was a period and then there was an it. So I'll go there. Beerus Sama. What's going on? Beerus says, I forgot Soto is a Yankee now. Uh, I've seen Beerus uh, also in the chat going for a while. First comment I've read from you. Um, uh, you know, uh, It's a really good point. Thank you for hanging out with us. But uh, it, it, I also completely forgot. I would not have remembered if uh, Mrs. FRG didn't leave me a note here in our, uh, in our show notes saying that Juan Soto was freaking traded. And, and most of the, the Padres rotation was kind of going to be tentatively filled or is projected to be filled by um 
uh, uh, rookies that were traded, you know, in that deal from the Yankees. So a little, little weird, a little whack, a little uh, not going to be very good, you know. Uh, Ivy Strokin says, "LOL, stupid ass mustache is going to be my next burner account. That would be that would be a very, very good, very good. You know, I'm going to call that a uh, fire take. Is that a take? It's not really even a take. So, anyways." Mr. Seabad says six reporters showed up, showed, reporters showed up to Padre Spring Training. Three of them are from the San Diego area high school journalism departments. Ouch! I didn't. I didn't. The way I read that, I did not give it enough justice. But that was a very good comment from Mr. Seabad. In your face, sucker! So, um, you know, in your face, Padres. Um. Dan Inspiration says Padres interested in Noah Syndergaard. Of course, I had a tweet uh, that I posted, uh, I think, over the weekend or late last week about the Syndergaard interest where I was saying, like, hey, you know, I'll go pick him up from the airport. I would love for Syndergaard to be uh, with the Padres as long as he's Syndergaard of, uh, of last year, you know, which he, let's be fair. He is. I also saw somebody else say um, it's good to see that Noah Syndergaard uh, got hired by the Dodgers as a. Uh, Shohei Otani's BP pitcher because of all the home runs going out of the yard at, at Camelback today. And to that, I I give the clap. That's a, that's a nice, fine round of applause. Deborah Young, congrats on the 5K, Clint. Thank you, Deborah Young. Appreciate you guys uh, for all the subscribes uh, going in. Um, let's see what else. BC says that John Boy peaked. Oh, crap. I almost missed this one. We got a 199. That's almost $2. American Super Chat from Showtime LA. Thank you for the Super Chat Showtime saying he asked or they asked, should we expect to sweep San Diego in Seoul? Two game series. Um home road, not really. I mean, we know how the Dodgers find ways to not always win. But on the flip side, it's going to be Yamamoto, Musgrove, then Glasnow. Who? I feel pretty good about the Dodgers sweeping that series. Two-game series. Let's do it. Pack it up. Come back home. Beat the Angels three times in the fake games and then get the the real season restarted again um, right after that. Um, Young E also pointed out, if we get back to the Padres, uh, saying that Padres also got rid of a good manager in Bob Melvin. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they picked up kind of sort of a yes man, uh, a guy who really, really wanted to continue, uh, to be a major league manager and was going to do whatever it took to get back, uh, to doing it with, um, uh, uh, what's a, what's a, uh, Mike Schilt who was hired and Beerus. That's the point. That's where I got distracted because Beerus helped us out. Beerus Samus says Darvish is still a Padre, right? Yes. You Darvish is still a Padre. And I, I believe I don't, I haven't, I did not. He's another one. I don't, I don't cover the Padres anymore. I did last season for SI, um, along with Dodgers and angels. Uh, I, I don't know the latest on you Darvish, but I know he was hurt and I know there was, there was talks of a potential off season procedure on his elbow. Cause he had some things barking in there, but, um, I'll end the show on this one from our friend, Michael Negretti saying Lance Lynn is pitching batting practice. There goes another home run. And that is just a strong way to end the show. 
Appreciate you guys. IB Stroken says we picked up 10 new subs during this live stream. Thank you guys for the subscribes. If you haven't done it already, do it on the way out. It's one of those things that's free. Hit the thumbs up button on the way out. I'd really appreciate it. Hit that notification bell if you want to be alerted to when we go live. I uh, try to also you know, post on social media. I forgot to post on Instagram because I was busy today, uh, but I try to post uh, a few hours before, at least five, six hours before showtime, whenever we are going to go live. If something massive happens, we will go live as soon as possible. Uh, always ready to fire off and talk about Dodger baseball, whether it's a big signing, whether it's a terrible injury. Uh, we going to be here and it's going to be a fun freaking season. Uh, appreciate you guys again hanging out with us in another edition of All Dodgers Live. Um, I'll say it again. Check out the spring training preview series if you haven't already. Those are on the channel. I made a spring training 2024 playlist. I got to reorder it a little bit, but check that one out. I'd really appreciate that. Tube in on Thursday. It's going to be a fun show. It's going to be an exciting show. My friend Greg Bergman of ESPN LA will join the show, and um, we're going to catch up all about Dodger baseball because it's a fun season. It's an exciting season, and uh, let's go, boys in blue. I'm Real FRG. Clint Pasillas on the social media things. You guys see it like right there. It says it. Click those on the on the X Twitter, on the Instagram, if you feel like following. Uh, kind of sporadic posting on there but i will be tweeting a lot about your dodgers this season but anyways thank you for all the comments thank you for all the questions thank you so damn much for the super chats and um i'll see you on the next one bye